When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Cats beat the Dogs last night by five points. Gary Rowan after the siren. The man who got the ball to Gary Rowan was Isaac Smith. Isaac, great to have you again on Crunch Time. Jared, how are you going? I'm well. How are you? Did it take a little while to settle after all of that? Oh, yeah, I think I finally got to sleep about 5 a.m., but <laughs> you probably would have been up all night. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you. It was worthy of going home and watching the replay, Isaac. <laughs> I tell you what I'm looking forward to is having a look at the behind the goals to see how it all happened out of right half back. What what's your recollections of of where the ball moved and where you moved to give you the opportunity to kick it to Gary Rowan? Yeah, I remember it was down in the back pocket and uh, there was a few of us sort of screaming out that we need to get the ball off the line a little bit because probably for the last two or three minutes of the game we'd been um, just whacking it straight down the line and the doggies had defensively set up there and I remember Joel whacking it on I think Paddy got it and uh, kicked it out the back to Luke Dowhouse who got a bit of pressure on and um, I was thinking oh we're in a bit of strife here the Bulldogs have won it and then I turned around and I think it was Sean Higgins myself Cam Guthrie and someone else that had um, pushed up on the open side of the ground so then it was a little bit of a raffle uh, who it would go to and fortunately it ended up in the hands of Gary Rowan we know how much of a beautiful set shot a goal he is, and uh, yeah, he ended up slotting it, which was nice. Was it in the best possible hands at that stage? Uh, yeah, certainly better hands than myself. So <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see Gary have it, but I did also have the option of Tom Hawkins just over the back. Yeah. But I thought it might have been a stretch to get it to him with a bit of defence behind him, so... No, I was in pretty safe hands, I thought. So just run it. What does race through your mind as you make your quick calculations and you'll be aware that you're on the clock, I'm sure, as the ball gets to your hands from Cam Guthrie? Yeah, I sort of already had a little bit of a peek, Jared, and uh, saw that we had two or three options forward and uh, knew that Gaz was the short wide one and the Dougies were probably going to defend in line to goal. So, uh, yeah, I was sort of fortunate that I'd already had a bit of a look, but... Uh, the Hawkins one opened up a little bit. But, yeah, I think as a player, you're always turning your head and sort of calculating before you get the ball these days. Izzy, we've been speaking about your leadership and the age of your group, which means you've lived a lot of experiences and probably no more so than yourself. I just want to, just a tiny bit more detail on that last passage of play. So as the ball was in your back half, had you already preempted where you need to be, knowing that you ultimately had to kick a goal anyway, that you were going to take a, a small risk at some point, that you had to do that? Is that right? Yeah, I think I've probably been fortunate, Dale, that over my career I've played in a few close games like that and big games and um, certainly watched a lot of vision over the years of what sort of unfolds and what happens. And if you're going to give yourself the opportunity, you need to roll the dice a little bit and Defensively, teams will, um, you know, be really strong down the line and 
put themselves into a position to win and try and slow the game down there, but it certainly opens up on the inside. And uh, yeah, probably took a little bit of a punt. Unfortunately, the danger could get it onto his boot and uh, rip it inside a little bit. But uh, yeah, you're sort of the older and wiser you get. Um, you've sort of seen a lot of vision over your career and you try and play the percentages a little bit. Isaac, it's Craig Jennings here, mate. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, you go, mate. Good, buddy. Now, what you're talking about there, everybody can hear really clearly your footy IQ. Now, I saw that firsthand when I delivered a level two coaching course for the AFL and you and Tom Mitchell were absolute standouts. So what I'm really interested in, um, have you got a coaching career in you post-playing because clearly uh, you're a, a close game specialist match day and you know how to win games. So that's a, it's almost like having a coach on the footy ground for Geelong. Uh, not sure, mate. Not sure if I want to go into that uh, <laughs> that industry post-footy. I look at how stressed the coaches are all the time. And, you know, as a, who, who knows? I, I love my footy and, and love coaching and love helping the younger guys out. But uh, you look at Luke Beveridge, who um, was unfortunately on... Uh, the receiving end of a loss uh, last night, and you look how stressed and, um, you know, the things that were obviously running through his mind when he was doing his press conference, and then uh, you look at Scotty and uh, look at the joy on his face, but also the anguish and the stress and and how much it takes out of them. So, uh, mate, who knows? I love my footy, and um, we'll sort of see where it takes me. I I enjoy the coaching side of things, but, um, yeah, don't know, and uh, we'll just see how it all unfolds. Well, you've got a couple of good coaching traits. You're a country boy, so you're a bit more relaxed about life, but um, you've got great insights and great knowledge of strategy. Now, Geelong always talk about them being the chameleon cats, and they've got a great ability to adjust the way they need to play to win a game against any opponent. So can you just share with us going into the game, um, your, fr- or your, your pre-game stuff, what was on the whiteboard in terms of what you wanted to take away from the Bulldogs or what you saw as their strengths going into the game? Yeah, well, I probably can't give away a hell of a lot um, other than the fact that, uh, especially around the ball, centre bounces and contested possession, we knew that um, they were sort of the number one team in the competition at that and um, you've sort of seen the rise of Tom Liberatore again this year. Bontempelli, to me, is probably the best player in the game and uh, he's in some rare touch. Uh, and then you've got blokes like McRae and Hunter and a few others that roll through there. And to me, that was where the game was going to be won and lost, especially playing at a GMHBA on a skinny ground. And I think the team that got the advantage uh, out of the centre bounce uh, certainly had that advantage for the period of game. And I think we probably dominated most of the team stats, but the one um, that they really challenged us in was clearances and uh, centre bounce. And uh, you saw it was a pretty even game because we couldn't get a hold of them there. And um, it would have been nice, but credit to them. They're a very good side. And I said to a couple of the Bulldogs boys who were disappointed after the game, don't stress too much. We'll both be... There when the rips are cracking. So I thought it was just a great game of footy in the end. Isaac, Sam Edmund here. That's all on field. I want to know about off field. When was the last time you jumped the fence to run <laughs> and ran to fetch a, a footy at, at a game? It must have been back in the Ballarat Footy League back in the day. Well, to be honest, mate, over my career, I've been told I play in the pints there. <laughs> from coaches, players and fans. So I just thought I'd, uh, I'd jump over and see what it was like. And look, you hammed it up for the punters as well. Oh, mate, the fans have been great, especially over the last 24 months. So, 
Um, a little bit of fan interaction never goes astray. And just we were talking about it earlier, it was almost like a, a wet game without the rain. I mean, how slippery was it out there? A lot of rain, obviously, in the build-up, but like an ice rink at, at times out there, it appeared. Yeah, the actual ball was uh, quite easy to handle, and it was got to the stage where it was a bit tacky, but uh, the ground, uh, obviously, they had the curtain raiser of, uh, Geelong v Footscray before our game and it had been ripped up a little bit just purely because of the uh, weather that we'd had during the week. So, yeah, it was pretty slippery. I think I slipped over a couple of times, but we're not allowed to wear the old steel screw-ins anymore, yeah. so you can't get that grip. Yeah. Is he a little bit more holistically about the team this year? And I'm sure there's lots of areas for you guys to improve in, but do you feel like you're playing somewhere near your capacity right now? Over the last month and the way you guys have been performing, how much upside do you think is left for the remainder of the year? Yeah, I think we've still got a little bit, Dale, in the sense that um, we probably haven't been able to settle on our best team purely due to injuries and uh, a few other circumstances. And then um, we've got, um, like myself, a few of the new guys in as well. So we're still gelling. Uh, I think... The pleasing thing is that we've been playing really good and really strong football against um, the quality opposition in competition. Um, we probably haven't uh, laid the hammer down sometimes when we should have, but when the whips are cracking, we've been there. So we've got another massive test this Friday, Thursday night up in Brisbane, which will be a great game, and uh, we'll see how we go there. But probably about four or five weeks ago, we really set ourselves for this three-week block against Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs and Brisbane. And, uh, you know, it was, it was finals like footy last night. It was very contested. It probably wasn't a great spectacle on TV, but it was an awesome contest. And, and what about you personally, particularly the role that you play as a winger or a bit more outside in regards to just probably without even thinking, knowing where to be when those inside mids get it, which you would have just done naturally previously at your previous club. Is that becoming more natural for you now? Yeah, to be honest, mate, that's probably the hardest uh, thing that um, I've had to adjust to. I guess playing with a group of players and assistants for 10 years, you sort of automatically default into positions. And I probably did that a little bit, uh, especially in the first seven or eight games playing for Geelong. But I've been able to understand, and it's funny, Sean Higgins and I have talked about it a little bit, understand where... Uh, Geelong want the ball and where they want their players to receive it. So probably the last three or four weeks, I felt like I've started to get into a bit of a groove. Isaac, great to have you on the program. There's five minutes and 49 seconds left in the final term on Fox Footy. So uh, (laughs) if you want to drift towards it, it's right about to unfold. Scores are level. Hey, thanks for your time and well done. No worries, guys. Have a cracking set. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. 